welcome to episode four of the Mind Zoo for the future for all you amazing, amazing people out there. Now I've got a very, very cool guest with me today. Um, I'm going to let her introduce herself. She's trying to hide and not say anything, but she did. I'm tired. Oh, you're always tired. It's about being a teenager. You are tired, but that's good. It's good that you recognise that you're tired and that you rest. You have to speak up a bit. You can't whisper. I've been tired. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. I think you've been sleeping beauty, aren't you? Well, I was going to come and come and get my beautiful daughter Electra to come and talk about being homeschooled because you've been homeschooled for about two years now. And mm. one year has it gone that quick? She started last year in September. So just over a year. So what tell me first of all what's the the best and the worst things about being homeschooled? Well Well when you're in school, like you can like properly kind of focus. Because they're just making you sit there and do the work, but when you're at home and doing it, you can get distracted by all these little things and not actually do the work. You mean little things? You mean like TikTok and Wattpad and Wattpad? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've tried suggesting having some apps that kind of limit your internet usage while you're working. I still find ways to be distracted. Well, yes, but that's where. You know, you you have to motivate yourself a bit. So I can motivate you by turning the internet off, but that's not going to help. Or I can motivate you by bribing you with chocolate. But um, but no, that that's a really good point, though. I mean, do you find did you find when you was when you was at school though? Because you left in year ten. I left in March of year nine because of the ah. lockdown, and then I just didn't go. Right, yeah, I remember. I should know, being <laughs> being your mother, but um, yeah. So, did how did you find school up until then? It wasn't like terrible, but for me, it was really bad because because I only had a few friends and I didn't really like to talk to anyone and I didn't really have anyone to partner up for that type of stuff like partner work so I just sat there alone like every class I know that's um that can be difficult but and the teachers the teachers never recognized and tried to encourage you to to make new friends not really because I well I met Stephanie at the beginning of the year and she introduced me to Lacey and then they introduced me to like Janie and Lexi and then year eight I met Kaylee through Lacey, so I did get a, a few friends, but I really just stuck to them. I didn't really try and find new friends. But that's okay. It's um, it's quality over quantity, though. You don't need to have a hundred mediocre friends or, or five really amazing, super duper friends. You know, sometimes you go through life and you you don't have many friends, but it's it's. Because yeah, at the moment, I've really only got Ryan as a friend. And even then, I don't really talk to him anymore. 
Oh, Ryan's amazing. We're gonna, we've I've already asked him to come on and be a guest are next gonna, week sometime. Are you going to make fun of him all the time? Well, you? <laughs> you know, I think he'd probably come and come and go on and think it's a way to get to get more girls onto his phone <laughs> in his DS slide in his DMs <laughs> as he puts it. But no, he was he was a bit dubious at first because he was like, I don't want to be on video. Which I thought was rather surprising because he asked you to take all his social media photos for him. No, it was the uh, campaign election oh, president yes. thing. But he wanted he wanted them for his for his Instagram <laughs> profile and his poses. He was quite good at poses for the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because you remember um, a bit a while ago when I was taking the photos of the sparklings outside. Yeah. But when you and Candy went in. Uh, he made me stay outside and take extra photos of Instagram. I know, I know. Posing like that against the fence and the door. He quite quite enjoys being a little poser, but um, <laughs> no fair play to him. He's done really, really well. He's, you know, we've all had had things, and your friend Lacey as well. She's had had a bit of a tough time. I don't really think we're friends anymore because I haven't spoken to her since she last came down in January. Well, no, you, you always be friends, but sometimes people come in and out of your life for reasons or seasons it is. And, you know, sometimes people come in when when they're at their lowest and to be your friend. And, you know, she's moved on now, but she's in a really happy place and that's good and you're happy for her. She had a, she had a really tough time when, when you met her. She was in a really mm-hmm. dark place. And... You know, and the thing is, you were her friend for that period of time, so you, you, you'll always be a very good friend to her. You'll not stop being friends, but she's just, she's moved moved somewhere, well, she's moved physical locations, but she's in a really, really, really good place, and that's that's the best you can do for people, is just love them so much till they get better. And you should be really proud of yourself for that, because you, you handled it really maturely. Even at a very young age, there was there was a lot going on, and you, I'm so proud of the way you handled it. You know, you really showed me how mature and caring and kind you are, and you should be really proud of yourself for that. And you should be really proud of yourself for how well you've treated your friends. Yeah, because I remember, like. The summer holidays before year eight, I met Ryan through Lacey because me, her, and do you remember Sam? Oh yes. Yeah, they. I met Sam as well through Lacey, but we were only friends for a few weeks. Um, and they wanted to play. They knew Ryan, but I didn't, and they wanted to play a prank on him. So Lacey got hit by a car, and then it's a bit mean. Yeah, and then. Ryan found me on Messenger a few hours after they left and asking me to help him to try and ask out Lacey at the end of the week. Oh, I forgot, yes, yeah, because he was they... into Lacey, wasn't he? <laughs> so that, um... That's how I met him. <laughs> that's why he was always hanging around, because he was into Lacey. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I forgot, totally forgot all about that. But then, but then he's he gets a crush on every girl he meets, I think he's the, he's the type. I think he's had about ten different... Well, five different girlfriends, but dated each one of them at least twice. Oh well, <laughs> I think when he listens to this, we'll know if he's listened to it because he'll <laughs> he'll start blowing up the phone with messages. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, going back to to homeschooling then and talking about your friends, because it's you know it's that that social interaction that that you're forced to have at school, you know, by being being with all your friends. But I mean, it's a good thing. But it could it also be quite overwhelming to have so many kids to have to interact with. I mean, a bit, yeah, because. Like, at the beginning of especially secondary school, you, like, have, you have this group of friends that you've had throughout, like, primary school, and then a lot of them would go to different schools, so you're forced to kind of reinst- uh, redo that kind of friendship thing again in year seven, when you've already had so many friends from primary school, and it can be a bit overwhelming with so many other people coming from different schools as well especially in like a big place where I went in Hans Price there was just a lot of people and it was really overwhelming that I kind of went like the first two months just on my own talking to like Debbie and Maisie from year six and stuff since I've known them since year two. Well, that's quite interesting because you don't think about that I think that you I mean even from my own point of view when I started school I I was more interested and I suppose because my parents made me more interested in in the studying side of things but you know you've got a whole new school a whole new uniform a whole new timetable whole new subjects and a whole load of new people as well yeah there's a few things because with secondary school they give you a timetable like in primary school you had one classroom one teacher pretty much maybe two and that's just where you were for the entire year but with secondary school, you've got at least like five or six different classes and you have to go up and down all around the school. And especially since you've pretty much never been there. And so you could get lost quite easily. And then, of course, teachers blame you when you're late for their class when you really only have about five minutes, maybe less. And then with classes... Um, every the teachers set a sort of level that you're supposed to do for the work. But then again, there's kids with like ADHD and dyslexia and autism that can't get it done, and so then they get in trouble for not doing the work. But it's not their fault, and it's just I don't really like it. I know, I know, I have that. That was something as well. I was going to ask you that. It's did you find that because it was interesting you made the point about getting the the teachers in primary school you spent the whole year with them every day so you got to know them really well and they got to know you and they got to know how you worked and what you were good at and what you struggled with and what you needed help and with like who you could work properly with who you couldn't work properly with that's it and also making friends as well because you're all the same group in the same class. You pretty much got to work with everyone doing different things. And if you wanted to, like, talk to them, they would be pretty much in their classes almost all of break and lunch. But, of course, in secondary school, they go to their own staff room and you're not really allowed in there. And with our school, um, you weren't, unless you were, like, year 11, preferably towards, like, year 9, when I started year 9, you weren't allowed upstairs. People still went anyway, but you got in, like, trouble. And most of the staff room was upstairs as well, so you couldn't really even ask teachers, especially if you'd missed a day of school and trying to get work to catch up on. And it was upstairs, you'd have to 
wait and stay like after school. So did you find that the teachers really kind of invested in you? If you if you struggled with something one day, did you find that they had enough time and resources to be able to, you know, come and help you and help you understand what you needed to know? Well, I mean, it's a bit difficult because, of course, there are a few different teachers, but it's like almost like over 600 kids in different classes in different years learning different things that is hard to manage to help every single person but there were teachers that there were few teachers that would actually properly try and help um more so than others yeah and it's quite interesting that i used to be able to used to uh, parents evening when we went and spoke to the different oh. teachers you could tell which which were the good teachers and which were the ones that were just wanted to go home at the end of the day you know <laughs> yeah and um which ones were actually invested and it was it does it does make a such a difference as well to to how well you like that subject it might be a subject that that you might not have liked before but because you've got a really good teacher who who does support you and tries to work well with the class and support everyone in the class and actually enjoys teaching that makes you enjoy the subject and is there one where you noticed that you you liked the teacher and you enjoyed the subject but after they changed the teacher that you really didn't get on with the subject so well yeah because there was one teacher I really really liked and he was really funny it was um Mr. Craig, my computer science teacher, I loved computer science. And in year nine, he was doing iMedia and Travel and Tourism, which I did, and I was in his group. So I really liked that. Plus, I had my friend Kaylee in Travel and Tourism as well. And so they were, like, two kind of relatively fun um, lessons. But in year nine, I had a different computer science teacher even though I had Lacey in it literally next to me as well, which wasn't a good idea. It just wasn't as fun anymore. Oh, that's um, that's very interesting as well. And so do you notice the difference in not actually having teachers now, now that you're homeschooled? I mean, I'm kind of a teacher. We tried me being a teacher for a while, but that didn't work out so well. I mean, there are, like, good and bad things about it because while you're homeschooled, you, like, have to kind of learn how to do your research on your own and do that sort of stuff especially if you can't find specific things that you're looking for but with a teacher while they they have to help a lot of people you can ask them for specific things and they could help like help you but I'm, I'm here to you can ask me to help you you never asked me to help you you're so in, independent but then independent study is a good is a good thing to know is is you're going to need it in life that yes you can work with others and you can do group work and you've done a lot of that in school before but but when you go on to higher levels a lot of it is independent research and independent work and especially in life as you get older and as an adult you kind of have to find things out on your own I mean but also part of that is finding finding people to ask so you're not always going to have a teacher or someone to be able to ask, but being independent enough to find someone to ask for help. And that's a really big, really big thing to learn as well. And that's something that's really going to help you later in life 
is finding the right person to ask. Yeah, because at our school we had these like different levels of volume and talking and stuff. And so the bottom one where is you can talk to anyone like next to you or even ask them for help, you had to either find it yourself and like do a few other things I can't remember and then ask a teacher. But that doesn't really help when you can't like, get up out of your seat and move around the classroom trying to find the different things. I'm just stuck there looking through a textbook. Can't ask like a person that's actually really good at the class uh, to help and then ask a teacher because then they get mad, kind of get annoyed and mad at you because they're trying to make you find the answer even though you like haven't properly learned it. Right, but at least that in contrast with with being homeschooled, you've got Google, and you you can type it in in like in the real world. If I had a problem or I wanted to make a recipe and I wanted to find out what to do or, you know, do a do a quadratic equation, I could just Google it and find out. Um, and if I didn't have the internet, say, oh well, you might not have the internet. How would you do it? I mean, you could go to the library and find a book to do it. And stuff like that. So you'd know different avenue, different other avenues of things to do, or you know you'd be able to phone someone up and ask them to go and find it and stuff. Yeah, because I'd say like a problem with Google is there's so many different answers to like a question you're answering that you don't really know which one is the right one, and that's kind of like hard to choose which one would be the proper answer, which ones are just not right some kind of right but not really oh that's that's really interesting as well and I, I didn't really think about that but it can it could be too overwhelming and confusing and you know end up taking more of your time trying to work out which is the right answer yeah because then schools like kind of while they do sometimes make you work from the textbook they do take the time like you to make worksheets to help us try and um, sort through all the information as well. Ah, so so you enjoying the worksheets I'm making for you then? I did try and make them pretty and colourful for you and put some anime characters in there. Um, so do you miss do you miss things like PE? Oh God, no, no. Do do you mean you didn't really have many school trips though either, did you? Because when I remember when I was at school, we was we went to a museum or a school trip or a field, you know, at least once a month. I think my favourite one, but probably not my favourite one, would be the a uh, skiing trip in Year Seven. Yeah, that was so amazing. I I was so determined to get you to go on that, to get you on your first travel experience abroad. Yeah. And Italy is such an amazing country. And to go skiing as well. Yeah, that's the thing. I like, ate like an apple and a piece of bread like every single day. So I was just sick. Well, you ate more back. than that. According no, I... to the, the junk wrappers that you brought home. Oh, here you go, Mum. Oh, no, Here's that, your that, present. No, that was the food you gave me on the way. We ate all that by the second day. Oh, yeah, and Cause, then because I sent you off with a load of food as well, more than you could carry. And then I tried to give you back money, and you just wouldn't take it. I know. I was so amazed. <laughs> you was in year seven. You'd been away, 
and and you didn't spend all your money and you actually tried to give me back what you hadn't spent and I was like wow I was flabbergasted really I thought you know what a mature girl <laughs> I was really really pleased with you and I just felt bad for not giving you the money no no that was that was for you that was for you but the fact that you offered it back to me was really really kind you know and it was a really mature thing to do but no you it's your money you keep it and I think you kept it in the end. I probably kept it and then spent it on you in some other way, rather yeah. than rather than let you keep it and spend it down the shop on sweets. No, you probably spend it on food. No, I think oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there is. I think there is five euros in your passport still. I don't even. Yes. Oh, I found it the other day. Ooh. I know. I was all excited. Ooh. I'd been looking for that. Oh, another trip I remember was uh, either a year eight trip, I think, where we went. Okay, so you know where the in town, like the new Winter College thing. Oh yeah. Do you know next to it? There's this big centre. Yeah. Like uh, in front of the beach. Yeah, in there, there was like the science fair thing, and you could go around in different booths, and there was lots of different people showing different things and it was actually really really cool oh wow there was like VR as well because you, you, you like a lot of science things that's another thing we don't get to do quite so much about home is it's like science experiments and things like that and more sciencey things um there is i mean there's pros and cons to to homeschooling there's a lot but do you find what are the some of the apart from you know having your own timetable and not it not being so strict I suppose where I'm not strict but crammed in the classroom and having to do whatever the other children are trying to do as well no because it's it's better because you get to make your own you can set your own times like can you can do work at different levels like at school you had to be I had to wake up at least before eight and most of the time I couldn't just be on time and then you got detention for being late and however long you were late you got like an hour's detention afterwards and there was and it's not really well, it's some students fault, but it's not really because they could be stuck in traffic they could have had to do something that was really important so then you had to be in school by half eight when you woke up like not even in pretty much an hour before especially for me so my brain just wouldn't kick start until like 11 and studies have shown, like, your brain doesn't start properly working until like, you've woken up for at least two hours. So setting us in these classrooms, making us do this work before we've properly woken up. But here you can, like, wake up whatever time you want and set your own pace. So you could do different things different days. You could do, like, one thing. You could do ten things. You could do it whatever time you want. You could do it at night to better suit, like, when your sleep schedule as well. And that's that's how, you know, life should be and work should be. You should be able to do it to your own timetable. As long as the work gets done and you're doing some work, because you're, you're the one that knows best how you can work and when you can work, Um, which I find that really interesting, actually. It does suit you a lot more to do it at your, your own timetable and your own pace. And, you know, if you've done one subject, and to have, and then does it help to have a little break afterwards and to kind of de-zone from that subject before you go straight off into another subject? Because at school you're like, you're zooming around from one lesson to another lesson to another yeah, lesson to you, another lesson. You, 
at hands price be one of the times people says like one lesson is like quarter past 11 to 12 and then 12 to lunch um like quarter one they give you about a five minute window which is especially bad if you're like right by the entrance and then you're like all the way on the back of the um school for like um music or drama or you had to like back of the um class and then you had to go all the way at the front go upstairs get your PE kit locker out of your locker and then go back down and go back outside to get to the changing rooms and they're not very nice in PE because even if you oh no yes that is what happens so because like especially like uniforms are not well they do help you get into like work mode and help look professional because some people would go into wear like professional stuff but it doesn't really help it just it's uncomfortable especially like the shoes and stuff they were so mad about the shoes especially when i wore trainers it just helps to be in comfy clothes especially here and then in pe you got like a half an hour's detention at lunch for not having shin shin pads even when we don't have to have them and then you had to have boots, you have to have trainers, and you have to have the actual school kit. And they were just really, really bad about that. I know because um, they that when when you first started, I'd got just a plain pair of tracksuit bottoms. So because they didn't they didn't tell me that you had to have specific ones with the school with the school logo on. So I just got you a plain pair to start with, no Nike things, nothing on there, just absolutely plain. And they put you in detention for that when it was me that brought it and me that sent you in with it. And you'd only started the school. So I wasn't too oh. happy about that. So the thing of is, the first ever um, lesson in one year seven on the first day was... So we had, like, all day we were just walking around talking to our um, tutors for learning groups. Um, and then... So we had a we had a messed up time behind the table. So all the girls were at um, tech, technology, but we were supposed to be in PE on the first day, a double PE on our first day for the first lesson. Like only a few people had kit, and they only really let off that one time because it was the first day at new school. What about the time where um, where all the girls were really upset and, and they marked you down as being AWOL from school. Oh, yeah, that was... Well, not AWOL from school. Uh, we were outside on the mugger, do you remember? When you were oh, the pitch, yeah, yeah. there. We were on there doing hockey and it was raining and it was freezing. A lot of girls were in skorts. Uh, some, not literally, everyone was in short sleeve t-shirts. It was probably about five degrees, so about... Me and five other girls just walked out of the lesson because we were freezing. And then we got put in seclusion. So we just, like, bugged off the whole day and just didn't go to lessons. I know, which I think I think that was awful because they wouldn't give you a coat. They wouldn't let you wear a coat. Yeah, they, they, they had coats and fleeces on, but they kept telling us to just do the lesson. I know, which was which is absolutely disgusting. And I told them about that. And... Um, which actually reminds me of something that that was quite funny that um get getting all our 
uh, reports back um, oh, yeah. when we left. We are, I asked for a copy of all the files to see what the teachers had written about me and when they paraphrased all the phone conversations I had with them, it made me sound like almost like a terrorist. <laughs> I remember one time, in that time we had seclusion, which is the only time I've ever had seclusion out of every single year of school, that you texted us you were going to call a cause a code orange and just make the school go into lockdown. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do say these things sarcastically, but they they take me literally sometimes, you know. So, so that's not too bad. That that's that's quite a mature way of looking at the difference between school and homeschool. But if you had to pick one, say if you had to pick one to start off from year seven and carry on all the way through, which one would you pick going to school, or would you pick? homeschooling uh, see they both have their pros and they both have the cons but I think if you could find a way to get that social interaction from year seven without going to school I would say um homeschooled because it gives you more time to learn about more the more options they have for GCSE from the beginning while in school they only give you like a set of what you can do like, I, I was doing photography and now I'm doing sociology and psychology. I couldn't have done that if I went to school. So I probably would have just done, like, geography and the science, English and math like you're supposed to do. So you would have been forced into doing things that you didn't really want to study. Not really. No. So that's good. Well, I'm glad you see it that way. I'm glad you see the way. It's a very mature perspective and... Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. You're doing really well. Are you missing out on the parents' evening at all and kind of getting reports oh. on how well you're doing? No, I remember. Do you remember that one term where I had no behaviour points, but I got one because I ate breakfast in class? Oh, and yes. he was so sorry about that. Because we, oh. we went to parents' evening and I pulled him up on that. Yeah, and I think you did too. And you, and you, you really, wanted instead of the teacher telling us how well you done, we we went and interrogated him. He he was sorry at least. If he'd have known it was my breakfast and I hadn't eaten, he would have probably let it go. And he was the one that told me the war cycle song as well. Oh yes, this song oh, that you haunted yeah. him with haunted him. Oh, don't me and Lacey just terrorised him with it, like every year. I know. I think he was quite chuffed that you'd actually remembered it though. Yeah, I think we were the only and ones. And you did get, did get a really nice brass pin badge for, for doing pie. Oh, yeah, in math, uh, there's this video um, from, like, ASAP Science where it does 100 digits of pie, and I did, and I learnt that and wrote it down instead of doing my four weeks of missing math homework, and I got a badge for it. See, that that's, that was quite good. That Life's was quite good. Downstairs, downstairs in my Can you still remember the 100 digits? <laughs> Wow, that's impressive. I'm I'm impressed. And I'm, I've got about a quarter of the way through the periodic table as well. That's a really good one to memorise as well. Well done, see? You're, you're showing very, very good progress there. I'm very proud of you. And you should be very, very proud of yourself. And it's been an absolute delight to have you on today. And I'm sure we will bring you back on again soon. We'll try and cost you, I'll bring some biscuits and try and bribe you with a biscuit. But we're going to get um, Ryan on next and see what he's like next week. 
and then and maybe you maybe you could get both of you guys on together if he's a bit see see how he feels but yeah that'd be great you've been absolutely amazing thank you for coming on my show today okay. i think you're absolutely amazing and you're beautiful kind clever and amazing and i'm so proud of you and so are you guys you are beautiful kind and amazing too so don't forget to tell yourselves how much you love you as well and i will see you tomorrow